<sighs> I'm feeling frantic, but amazed. Happy Thursday, everyone. I am so excited to have joined you on this lovely Thursday, September 27th, for yet another episode of Personable. I moved the show to every two weeks with the new life adjustment of work, and then I just realized that this is a passion project of mine. Why am I letting it go to the wayside and putting everyone else's task list for me ahead of my own? So I'm prioritizing this. I am very excited about this, and I'm so excited to join you weekly for the rest of the season of us just in conversation about passions, our purpose, the things that get us excited and the hard conversations that we really need to have in order to show up and be seen every single day of our lives. And it's not easy. So I'm excited to join you in the car on your commute. I'm excited to join you on your walks. I'm excited to join you just in your earbuds, us talking and being present in the moment. So as always, I want to remind you to refer a friend to this podcast. Someone needs this, and I need your help to spread the word. And I also want you to check out the blog, firstmolife.com, where I post updates on just things that are going on. And I post stories about encounters that I've had or moments that I've shared with God, and He's revealed things to me. And I think that it's an addition to this podcast where you can get fed mentally and spiritually and other ways and formats like that. So check it out. Um, But let's dive on in. Today's episode is all about losing confidence. We're all in this time of transition, this time of change, whether it be us graduating, us starting a new school year, us starting a new job, us moving to a different country, us traveling, or us adjusting to different family structures, or us adjusting to different people coming into our lives, or us transitioning some people out of our lives. I am definitely in this transition phase as well with a new job, transitioning some people out of my life, and transitioning some people into my life. Everything is shaking, everything is moving, and everything seems like something new that I have to relearn all over again. And it's this weird dynamic of being okay with that, but also wanting to hold on to the way that was before. But I think with this change comes us going to different heights, and that's very exciting. But with that comes these moments of pain, these moments of feeling like we are not enough these moments of us missing out on something, or these moments of complete breakdown. And I think those come as opportunities for us to take a step back and get humbled by it. Opportunities for us to recalibrate ourselves, our mind, our spirits, and our hearts. This recalibration period um, happens to me a lot. I get these thoughts in my head of, I am not good enough. I get these thoughts in my head that I am underappreciated and undervalued. And these thoughts come into my mind and I used to run away from them. I used to not welcome them. I used to kind of push them away. Like, no, 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 you are not coming into my life right now. I don't accept it. No. And I welcome them because they're moments that teach me something and moments that humble me and get me to this point of recognizing the lies that I'm feeding myself. I recognize them because they're moments that I can take a step back and just say, okay, This is here. What do you have for me to learn? Instead of scrolling through social media, I'll read the Bible. 
I think social media is my biggest source of confidence sucker. It's my biggest confidence sucker, whatever. I don't know. Um, And I think it's that because I compare myself to other people. I see what other people have and I'm like, oh, I want that. Or like, oh, I wish I had that. And it'll make me want their life more than my own. And I do that comparison and I say, oh, her hair is so much better than mine. Or like, oh, her life just looks so great. And I'll dwell on that. And I'll hone in on that. And if I don't have that, these thoughts of doubt, these thoughts of fear cripple into my mind. And I've gotten to a point where, like, I just don't even go on social media anymore. Not against it. um, But for me, I know that emotionally I can't handle it. And I think these moments of pain, these moments of stress, these moments of hurts and these really, like, low points in our lives make us really appreciate the high points. And I think we need the highs and the lows, the light and the dark, the peaks and the valley. And I was hiking one time, and we were hiking up to the Hollywood sign. And it was steep. It was steep and it was rocky. And we were complaining about the rocks along the trail. We were complaining about them because they were causing us to slip and fall. But also, there were indentations and formations and kind of pathways trailed out for us where we can put our foot here where the rock has been broken and we can put our foot here where the dirt has been carved out with footprints and there's a split in this rock where we can step our foot in to propel us up and I think about moving forward and going up to the next level into the new dimension and I think about how without those jagged edges without those moments that leaves our rock split or those footprints, it would be almost impossible to go up. Think about a smooth surface, a smooth, completely paved over rock mountain trail. Think about how hard that would be to get up. You'll slip, you'll fall, because no one has paved the way. And so I come to appreciate the moments where I split a rock. I come to appreciate the moments where some dirt falls off and I can place my foot on a more solid ground. And I appreciate the moments where people leave and allow me to lighten up my load a bit because it's helping me propel myself forward. It's helping me to move forward to go to higher heights and deeper depths. And those moments of lows help me appreciate the high because every time I go through a low, I know that I will be one step higher into reaching my mountaintop. And of course, we love the high times where things are going great. We're getting straight A's, like we're performing well in our job. Our friends are great. We're going out. We're having fun. Like money is smooth. Our body's looking right. We're eating well. We're drinking water. Our hair is on fleek. Our edges are laid, whatever that case may be. But I think God uses the moments where we crack a rock or where some pavement comes undone and makes us stumble up on purpose sometimes to humble us, to let us not lean on our own understanding too much, to let us not rely on ourselves and think that we are in control. He uses those moments as a way to teach us a lesson, to rein us back in and let us not lean lean on our own confidence, but lean more on faith, to lean more on him, to recognize that he is in control I've come to welcome the moments where people fall off, 
where I split a rock, where I feel incompetent, where I feel like I'm lacking. I welcome the moments of depression and anxiety. And I take a step back and just realize that I'm not in control. God is in control and he gave me these promises in my heart and he will not stop until they are fulfilled. If God is for me, who can be against me? No one. And there's this song that says surrounded and it's only two lines that they repeat over and over again and it's so powerful. And it says, this is how I fight my battles. But that song is so powerful to me because it's simply, this is how I fight my battles. It may look like I am surrounded, but I am surrounded by you. And it may look like, oh my goodness, God. It may look like things are going so wrong, but he wants us to stand tall. He wants us to look our enemy straight in the eye and say, fear you do not own me. Fear cannot stand when God is around. So stand tall and stand still and just know that we are surrounded by his angels. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. So no matter what we are going through, God is already working it out. He is fighting our battles for us. We just have to continue to trust him, to keep our eyes fixed on him, and he will keep us in perfect peace. And I think about how simple that is, how God makes it so easy for us to trust him. How God makes it so easy for us to live a life like Christ and to become more Christ-like in every one of our actions. But we get distracted. We get focused on what other people are doing. We get focused on where we're not and why we're not there. And we get focused in the little details. But God is looking up from heaven, up above, and he sees where we started and he sees where we're going and he sees how far we've come. But we can't really see that but we see what everyone else is doing, what everyone else is posting, and we see how everyone else seems so much further ahead of us, how everyone else has life down to a T, where they look good, their family is perfect, their clothes are on fleek, and their body is right. And when we see that, we lose sight of what God has set before us. And when we lose sight of our eyes on Christ, all these negative thoughts come in, and we try and fight our own battles. We try and ward off all of the negativity. We try to ward off every single thing that comes our way. And I have to remind myself that it may look like I am surrounded, but I am surrounded by you. I'm surrounded by God's angels fighting off everything that may come my way. And all I have to do is keep my eyes fixed on him. I don't know if you guys have ever seen like a horse race, Um, like Golden Gate Fields. They do like their annual horse races or whatever. I, I don't know. They do that. And when a horse goes into race, they put blinders on the horse. And when they put the blinders on the horse, it only allows them to see straight. Because wherever the horse looks, it'll go. And I think about we're in this race of life. We need to put our blinders on to keep focused on our goal at hand, to keep looking straight, to keep pressing forward and not go into anyone else's lane, to not compare ourselves to other people. Because when we compare, we automatically go into their lane and we get disqualified. We try and do everything ourselves. God says, your burden is heavy, but my burden is light. He wants us 
to lay down our burdens, cast our cares on him. He loves us so much. And I was just amazed by how easy he makes it for us and how difficult we make it for ourselves. We ask all these questions. We want to know the why. We want to know the end result. And we get into these situations. I think about Peter on the boat where Jesus went to sleep in the storm. There was a storm raging and the other disciples were on the boat like, hello, God, like, wake up, Jesus, you don't see the storm. And the boat was shaking. Water was coming into the boat and Jesus, Jesus was sleeping. Everyone on the boat was freaking out and they woke up Jesus and Jesus looked around and he said, silence. He basically told the wind to shut up and he asked the disciples, why do you have so little faith? And I want us to ponder on that of God is the creator of all things. He can calm the wind and the storms by telling them to quiet down and be still. Why do we have so little faith when things don't work out the way that we want them to the first time around? Why do we have so little faith when people leave our lives, when we don't get the job that we have applied for, when so-and-so doesn't text us back, when we get some bad news, and when things don't look like they're going up for us? Why do we have so little faith? Why do we not trust the king of the world to fight our battles? Why do we not know that if God is for us, who can be against us? He called us to live a full life. And why are we wasting it? Why are we worrying about the little things? Why are we stressing? Give our cares away to God and adopt this mindset of protect your peace. Whatever may come your way, just know that this is how you fight your battles. It may look like you are surrounded, but we are surrounded by him that God is for us and he's not against us. And all we have to do is cast our cares on him. And just think about these opportunities of pain, these opportunities where there are bumps and cracks in the road and learn from them. Take them and cherish them and accept them and embrace them because they're moments and opportunities for you to be taken to a deeper level and for you to learn something about God and for you to be humbled. Our fear does not stand a chance when we are in the presence of God's love. And that's what I've been trying to do. I have been trying to surround myself with God's love because my fear does not stand a chance. So God, I thank you for this moment in time that I got to be used by you, where you spoke to my heart to hopefully bless someone who listened to this podcast. I'm still stuck and amazed how God is just so great and so loving in our lives. And I... I can't even put into words what God has in store for each and every one of us. And I think in these moments of change and transition, I challenge you to pray like, God, what do you have in store for me? Reveal the things that you have for my life. Speak to my heart, Holy Spirit, and let me know which way to go. Give me your holy word and lead and guide me. Direct my path. And I challenge you to move forward with the intention of God is going to use you for great things if you just keep trusting him and never lose sight of what God has for you because what's for you is already for you. Your name is on it no matter what you do, no matter what mistakes you think you've made. I may have gone off on a tangent there, but I got really excited. I hope that you were blessed by that. I hope that you got a word that inspired you to take action on something, that you received a message of hope, of prosperation, of prosperity, there we go, and were inspired to do something because we were called for so much more. 
And in the process of doing it, I pray that you embrace the challenges that come your way because challenges will come your way. Walk boldly in them and just know where your confidence comes from. Let your confidence not rest in your own abilities, but in Christ. So thank you for listening. I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. If you were blessed by this, if you have some feedback for me, if you want to hear a particular topic, check out thepersonallife.com and leave a comment and just let me know your thoughts. Let me know how I can be of better service to you, what I can change to make this more enjoyable or what I need to stop or what I need to continue doing. I can't wait to talk to you guys soon. Have a wonderful weekend and I will talk to you guys on Thursday. Bye.